Bitch, I see you. Bitch, you know I know you. Yeah, I know you. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Alex with Unfiltered Sports. Sorry for the little hiatus. Just had a couple things going on, keeping busy. But here we are with the holidays. Um, getting back at it over here. So past few weeks, uh, you know, Raiders gone uh, one and two. It's been some fun NFL going on lately, but just gonna kick it off my Raiders real quick. Uh, you know, Jets game was awesome. Felt good to put a nail coffin in their season. Uh, but since then, you know, they they lost to the Dolphins. Could have put up a better fight. Um, just really sucked. They were in a position a lot of times. They could have kicked a couple field goals. At the time, I agreed with why uh, Pierce had won for it. But in the hindsight, you know, definitely if uh, they won a field goal in each situation, they probably would have ended up winning the game. But at the same time, you don't know what the offensive play calling would have been like on the Dolphins. They might have been a little more aggressive, went deep on us with uh, Hill. So no one knows what would have happened. And then uh, we had the Chargers. Um, you know, it feels like with our, our new offensive corner, Bo Hardigy, um, he could put up a nice offense for at least a half, but the adjustments just really aren't there yet. But again, uh, him and Pierce really haven't really had a chance to um, prepare much being uh, interim uh, coaches. But just sucks because, you know, I feel like they have a good team regardless of what the media says. You know, if you really look at the Raiders for any um, GM or new coach that they're potentially looking to hire, I mean, what team that's maybe considered to be average, some people think they're a subpar or really not that good of a team, but I think they're a slightly above average team. I mean, if you look at it, they have an elite defensive end in Max Crosby. Crosby sorry, uh, They have an elite uh, left tackle with Colton Miller, one of the maybe top five, top six left tackle in the game. Elite receivers and uh, Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL. And I'd say Jacoby Myers is probably top five uh, wide receiver twos in the NFL if you really look around, other than Jalen Waddell. I mean, who really comes to mind? Um, you know, they have some nice uh, young linebackers in Spillane and Diablo, which was uh, Diablo has been a surprise this year. I don't know if you want to rely on just them two going forward. I mean, they have this kid Masterson. He's all right. I think he's a good depth piece. I really would prefer him coming off the bench playing more special teams. But he has getting, been getting some turnovers for us lately. They have a solid secondary. Marcus Epps was a great pickup. Um, Morig has improved. I'm not sure if I think he's our safety of the future. But, you know, Nate Hobbs, one healthy, is awesome. Um, I was really, you know, I talked some smack on him because um, I'm really a more of a Tyler Hall fan. But. Nate Hobbs has really impressed me this season. Uh, Emmerich Robinson has played well when uh, given the opportunity. I really like the trade of uh, Jack Jones. I really think that he has a lot of potential. Um, I'm glad they got rid of uh, Marcus Peters, even though I've supported him all year and I like the veteran presence, which I'm sure helped in offseason coming into this season. But, you know, dude misses way too many tackles. I'm not sure why he, what he's holding himself for. He's really at the end of his career. I'm surprised not playing all out, especially playing for his hometown favorite team. Um, really thought he would have a little more pride, but I'm glad they cut his ass, let him sit in the sidelines. I doubt any team's going to pick him up at this point. Uh, you know, also Raiders have an elite special teams unit. They have probably one of the best field goal kickers in the game, and at this point, they probably have the best punter in the game. And they really have a solid O line. I mean. People like to talk smack on him, but Greg Van Rowan's a solid player. Andre James is dependable. We just mentioned Colton Miller. 
Dylan Parnum is a nice young talent. I really feel they'll, they need to upgrade at the right tackle spot. Um, Jermaine Illuminor is serviceable, but I really would prefer him as a depth piece. I really don't think he's um, elite or even above average by any means. Um, so that's something they definitely have to look to upgrade in the offseason. Uh, they sorely need to upgrade at the quarterback spot. Um, I like I like Aiden O'Connell, but I think he's more of a quarterback too. Who knows, down the line, maybe he can prove us otherwise. But just based off what I've seen, um, you know, you, you can't depend on this guy to be uh, your future at this point. And, you know, this is a quarterback draft this year. Um, there's a lot of good guys, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix, uh, Jaden uh, Daniels from LSU I really like. Uh, I think he actually might slip to us. So, and also we got to upgrade our D-line. Uh, even though it's overperformed this season, I really like some of the guys, um, John Jenkins. Uh, he's a little up there in age, but he's somebody you could potentially bring back. Um, Adam Butler's played well for us, but they really need an elite guy. Would have been nice if we took Jalen Carter, but you know that's water under the bridge at this point. So as far as our coaching staff goes, uh, you know I really love. I, I like Antonio Pierce a lot. Um, it seems like the players are playing hard for him. I think if he has a strong finish, we really should consider giving him a two-year deal with an option for a third and let him pick his own offensive coordinator. I mean, if that's Bo Hardigy, fine, but if that's the case, then you really need to get um, a senior assistant, uh, like a pass coach, someone who could really help guide him, um, really help everyone over there because I just feel like that staff, even with McDaniels, was very green. They don't have any former head coaches on there. It's all pretty much um, assistants or coordinators from other uh, teams. I really feel like they need to add more um, experience to the coaching staff and add um, a senior offensive assistant who can really help them if they don't find a legit offensive coordinator. I like Cardigan, but I'm not sure about him. So I guess we'll see. But and if that's a and, you know if we finish ugly, obviously then I guess uh, you have to maybe look at bringing in Jim Harbaugh. I mean. Even though he wore out his welcome in the Niners, the dude everywhere he goes wins. And he's an offensive coach. Um, you know, he might elect to want to keep uh, Patrick Graham on the staff if Graham even wants to stay there. At this point, he might because he's built a nice base. And, you know, they have a, another uh, strong year next year. You know, it might help him land a head coaching job. I also think um, we need to separate the GM and the head coach. You know, I don't want them connected anymore. I don't want a coach telling their GM what to do. We need a GM who does their job and the coach does theirs. That's why I would prefer to keep Champ Kelly. He has, um, he really knows what's going on in the locker room. He has a good feel for it. And apparently him and Ziegler were pretty connected on a lot of stuff. And, you know, reading all these uh, news clippings, um, you're starting to see that a lot of the moves that Ziegler made and wanted to make were good moves. It's just McDaniels didn't let him. And that's where I don't like. I didn't like it with Gruden, with him dictating all the moves that Mayock was making um, most uh, successful organizations, you know, you look at the Chiefs, they have Brett Veach is making the picks. I'm sure Andy Reid um, has a say in at times, but ultimately he's coaching the team. They have a GM who runs the operations. That's the way it needs to be. So separation of powers is important. Otherwise, we're just going to run ourselves right into the ground over here. So having said all that, um, that's what I think about the Raiders, but Lately, I got to say, um, going around the NFL, 
Freaking Dak, man. Him and the Cowboys have been kicking ass lately. I guess it goes to show that Mike McCarthy calls a better offense than Kellen Moore after all. People are talking about Kellen Moore becoming a head coach, and you know you see him on the charges, and they're really not doing crap with him. Um, I mean, I don't really like the coach over there, as you all know. I hope they keep him, but I never. I always felt Kellen Moore was holding back uh, the, uh, the, the Cowboys. And, you know, Mike McCarthy, he was an offensive coordinator on the 49ers. He called a nice offense in the Packers. They won a Super Bowl with him. So, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, the Cowboys. Just, you know, the Cowboys, like the Dolphins, they beat up on a lot of teams. But then when they play the good teams, they lose. So, I really don't know what to think of either team. But, you know, down the stretch or even in the playoffs, we're going to find out what they're about. Now, Jalen Hurts, um, my favorite for the MVP. I told you all in the beginning of the season, I felt he was a top five quarterback. I personally feel he's one of the best. I personally feel he's probably top two, top three. But the dude, all he does is continue to win. I mean, they've struggled at times, but listen, there's a lot of pressure on them. They lost the Super Bowl. Um, they're 10-1 and one at this point. We'll see what happens on Sunday. But dude just keeps winning, puts up nice stats. Um, you know, you see him on the sideline, no emotion the whole game, and I like that. Another thing uh, that I called from the beginning of the season I predicted was that the Bills were going to drop off, and they've been continuing to struggle. It kind of seems like a shit show at this point over there. Um, I definitely don't see Diggs uh, coming back next season. His brother, Trayvon, was putting out some tweets um, to suggest uh, the same. And just Josh Allen, um, you know, he's an awesome player during the regular season. But in tight games, dude just he tries to do too much, makes mistakes. I mean, they got rid of the offensive coordinator, tried to use him as a scapegoat. But I think personally that the coach is garbage. Um, you know, he's been getting a pass for far too long. Uh, when they lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship two years ago, pr pretty much Leslie Frazier took the blame for it. But, you know. McDermott has a defensive background. I mean, he was a defensive coordinator, so you can't tell me that Frazier was to blame for everything. You know he had a say in a lot of the defensive calls, so I'm surprised he's still there. There's reports that they're probably going to bring him back next year. If that's the case, then the Bills are going to be even worse next year. Um, so to me, they're a sinking ship, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. But, you know, I've been wrong about a couple of things. I've been right. Hey, I've been wrong about the Raiders, but you can't hold that against me because I'm biased. I'm always going to support my guys through the thick and thin. But I've been calling a couple of things for you guys this year. We'll hopefully, we'll see what happens. But this season's wide open right now. Um, there really is no dominant team. I personally think um, at this moment, if I had to pick, I'd say it's looking like an Eagles-Ravens Super Bowl. Uh, speaking about the Ravens, you know, Lamar has been on a tear. Um, I really think at this point it's between Lamar, Hurts, and maybe probably Christian McCaffrey for MVP. They've all been having strong-ass years, all consistently producing every week. I know Dak's been on a tear lately, and people are saying him for MVP, but for me to be the MVP, you have to be doing it every game all year, not just have like a nice four or five-game stretch. But, hey, he keeps it up the rest of the year. Maybe his name will be in that conversation. Now, uh, you know, fantasy's coming to an end over here. Um, we're almost uh, near playoff time. Uh, my advice is just don't overthink it. You know, ride your studs to the end. There's some sleepers out there. Jacksonville D for one. 
They have a lot of easy matchups uh, for lo- people who lost Cousins. Uh, someone like Purdy is good to have. Jordan Love's on the waivers in a lot of leagues. I'd pick him up. Um, you know, I was actually saw this uh, stat that pretty much in their first uh, two years that Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers' stats were very similar. Now, are they going to have the same career trajectories in the future? I don't know that, but I think um, I think Love's better than people think he is. It's just, you know, this is basically, even though he's been on the Packers for like three, four years now, this is pretty much his rookie season because he really didn't get to play. Um, you know, he came in for bits and pieces or for one game, but, you know, this is really his first season, and he's starting to play well lately. Um, they have some uh, weapons over there, Jalen Reed, uh, Dobbs, uh, uh, Romeo Dobbs. They have um, Christian Watson, uh, the running back, um, Jones has been hurt a lot this year. I don't think Dylan's their guy, so they got to find someone. They're trying to trade for Jonathan Taylor in the offseason, so clearly you know they want to upgrade the running back spot. But Jordan Love's nice. So definitely think um, he should be on your radar. And, hey, if you're in a keeper league, you pick up Jordan Love, you never know. He might be your keeper next year. So that's something to consider. But having said all that, you know, we're at, we're at near the end for that you got milked. And, and you know what? It's the Jets fans. You know, I know it seems like I rag on the Jets um, here and there. But listen, what gets me annoyed and why I am doing this is because you keep hearing people like Schefter and other people talk about how the Jets are going to trade for Adams and, you know, that he's going to go there and all, to, all, all of a sudden they're going to win the Super Bowl. Listen, have you been watching the Jets? Their offense looks terrible. Their offensive line sucks. I mean, Zach Wilson, we all know he sucked. But uh, to make him the scapegoat and blame him for everything, like, I don't buy it. Their offensive line, I mean, they got Rodgers hurt four plays into the season. I mean, their running game has been abysmal. Uh, You know, Brees Hall had an awesome rookie year, but pretty much, uh, you know, he has one good game followed by four bad games. And you know what, uh, even though I'm going to get to Saleh in a moment, but... You know, he was actually criticized uh, Hall, saying all he's looking for is a big play all the time. And, you know, it seems like it. And then they got Dalvin Cook over there, and they're not even using him. And, you know, Dalvin Cook's a good player. I mean, last year, what do you have, like a, almost 11, 1,200 yards rushing? Like, And this year, he's diving in the ball, five, six carries a game. I'm surprised they didn't tr- try to trade him to, like, a running back needy team. I mean, I know his contract, uh, probably people didn't want to pay the money. But I'm telling you, Dalvin Cook next year is going to be under the radar pickup for some team. But... You know, speaking about the Jets, too, I mean, look at their team. I mean, they could have definitely upgraded at the wide receiver spot and spent instead they gave big money to Aaron Lazard, who's been garbage for like three years now. He gets hurt all the time. I mean, he pretty much, he's been terrible for them this year. I don't really see him improving much next year. And they're kind of stuck with him because they gave him a lot of guaranteed money. It even Saleh pretty much, um, it's funny, they signed like a three, four-year deal. Even Saleh is like, yeah, he's going to be with us this year next year. So pretty much he already admitted that it was a terrible move and they're stuck with him for another year. And then they got Randall Cobb, who really just there for Aaron Rodgers' buddy. But, I mean, who I like this kid Conklin. He's not bad. I mean, the Zuma sucks. I don't, they gave him decent money. And, I mean, on the Bengals, he barely did anything. And then they gave him money thinking he's going to become good all of a sudden. But I just don't understand the Jets. Um, they really... They don't really have any offensive talent other than Garrett Wilson. Um, I, like I said, I like Hall, but I don't feel like he's a workhorse back. I think he's someone you give the ball 15, 
times a game, kind of like a thunder and lightning, and they have no thunder over there. So and everyone keeps saying that the Jets um, are guaranteed getting Adams next year. Why the hell would Adams want to go there of all the places he could play for? I mean, they say he's happy in uh, Vegas. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, they have a lot of nice pieces. You give the Raiders a quarterback. You can't tell me that they're not a playoff team this year with C.J. Stroud in the lineup instead of um, Aiden O'Connell or Jimmy freaking garbage Garoppolo. So, I mean, if Adam's going to get traded, I see him going to, you know, I mean, first off, he left the Packers because he wanted to be closer to his family. So, if he's going to be traded anywhere, it's going to be to a West Coast team, and it's going to be because they seriously overpay. But I really don't think the Raiders want to get rid of him. There is cap implications if they do. So if they're going to trade him, it's going to have to be for at least a first-round pick, maybe a little more. Pretty much what they gave up to him or somewhere close to it. So I think these uh, Jets fans and the media, I know they all want it to happen. But, I mean, even Rodgers, don't get me wrong, he's the man. Don't want to count him out. But he's 40 years old. He's coming off an uh, Achilles rupture. I know everyone keeps saying he's coming back this year, but he's not coming back. They're just saying that because they want to just keep selling tickets and the media wants something to talk about for clickbait. But being real, he's not coming back. And even if he does, he's putting himself at serious risk of ending his career, which coming into this season, he said he was very close to retiring and didn't. So my thing is, you know, if in your mind you're out and then all of a sudden you decide you're in, you know, there was doubt there. So. My wife always says, when in doubt, do without. So he decided he wanted to uh, try to keep it going. He didn't. I mean, he's having fun doing his uh, Tuesday podcast every week. You know, most stud players would be just focusing on rehab. But, you know, he wants to keep himself relevant. I get it. Um, and he deserves that. Of all people, um, he definitely deserves that. And he took less money to come to the Jets. So, you know want to give him a hard time, but also you have to respect the fact that uh, at the end of the day, he put his money where his mouth is. Um, you know, listen, even though I'm not the big, uh, even though I'm not a Jets fan, would I like to see him come back and they play well? Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. You know, I'm on the East Coast. Uh, they're on CBS every Sunday. You know what I mean? Do I want to watch Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon, or Boyle? No. I want to watch uh, Rodgers, but to say that Rodgers coming back and they trading for Adams and all of a sudden they're a Super Bowl contender. After what we've seen this year, no freaking way. Especially uh, with Hackett calling the offense. Listen, everyone wants to give Hackett credit for what he did uh, with Rodgers winning two MVPs. He wasn't calling the plays. LaFleur was. He was just an assistant over there helping out with things behind the scenes. So let's not give him a lot of credit, you know. The one year that he, or the two years that he's called the offense last year on Denver was horrendous. And this year it's been pretty damn bad. So do I, uh, how he's going to do next year with Rodgers? I mean, you saw Rodgers shaking his head after a third down call a couple weeks ago. So I don't think it's going to end well. Um, Jets need a lot of help. Um, their cap isn't the best. They've been handing out big money to their young talent lately, lately as they should. But they're probably going to end up losing some people this year in the offseason, probably on the defensive side. 
and you know the, the money that they're gonna let go on the defensive side to add to the offensive side, you're gonna see a little drop off on their defense. Probably not by much because Quinn Williams is a beast. Uh, Sauce Gardner is awesome. Um, they got DJ Reed, uh, but there definitely there's gonna be a drop off on your defense um, when you spend less on the defense and spend more on your offense. There's, you're gonna see a drop off unless you continue to draft well. So we'll see. Jets um, two years ago had that awesome draft where they got Jermaine Johnson, um, Sauce Gardner, uh, Brees Hall. And last year they pretty much drafted um, McDonald and redshirting. So that's what I don't get. I mean, I know the redshirting uh, Jermaine Johnson worked out, but listen, they're trying to compete now for a Super Bowl. You take players now to win. I mean, look at the Raiders. They took freaking Tyrese Wilson now and he's raw and they passed on Carter. If you're trying to compete and win a Super Bowl, you don't pass on ready to go talent now. You know, if you're a bad team where you're looking to just collect assets and continue to build like the Texans were two years ago where they took stingily, then you take raw guys. Because look, now the Texans are becoming good and now this guy Stingley is good. So I really don't get what the hell the Jets are doing. Um also you look at Saleh, I mean his clock management and game management continues to be terrible. Um, if it wasn't for them acquiring Rodgers, he and Douglas probably would have been shown the door. Um, I still think someone uh, should be canned over there. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you keep Hackett over there. I know he's Rodgers' boy, but listen, you got Rodgers locked up. If Soleil wants to keep his job, you might have to tell Aaron, hey, listen, man, I know you um, I know you came here for the connection, but we need to go in another direction. I'm trying to, you know, I want to put us all in the best position to win. You know, I don't feel like Hackett uh, does that. But does Rodgers really want to learn a new offense uh, with maybe one or two more years left in his career? Probably not. So you're stuck with Hackett. And at this point, you're probably stuck with uh, Saleh for one more season because what are you going to do? You're going to hire another coach. They're going to want their own, own offensive coordinator. And, I mean, if you get rid of Saleh, and you want to upgrade, uh, you know, take someone from the staff and promote them. Who are you going to do? Albrick? Guy's never coached before. So Jets are in a pretty shitty situation. Um, they're stuck with a coach. They're stuck with a lot of uh, the pieces they have on offense, including Lazard. I mean, they had Corey Davis, who was overpaid. And instead of getting rid of him um, and maybe picking up someone like Hopkins or Beckham, they held on to him, and then he ended up just piecing on them. I mean, all in hindsight, probably doesn't matter because, you know, Rogers hurt. You imagine uh, Beckham uh, taking balls from uh, Wilson. He probably would have asked on, been, tra- been traded midseason. Maybe same thing with Hopkins. So Jets are in a bad spot. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, they're probably going to try to do a makeshift offensive line and just pick up a bunch of veterans, draft somebody, hope in the first round, hoping um, they're as good as their uh, first round pedigree. But we'll see what happens with them. But it's not looking good uh, for Gangrene. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining. I'll be coming at you guys again in a couple of days with a recap of uh, week 13. Make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, unfiltered sports with a Z. On uh, Twitter, on X, Twitter at, at twenty twenty three underscore unfiltered, and make sure uh, you also hit us up on or check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. 
Thanks. Hope you guys had a nice uh, Thanksgiving and holidays and talk more soon to be continued.